Welcome back, world and Payne County and citizens of Stillwater. The world revolves around Does it really? It does. Oh, wow. Unbeknownst to the rest of the world. Wow. I Okay, Red Dirt Riviera, you We're are back, the center baby. of the universe. Congratulations. Well, uh, welcome back to another episode of the uh, the podcast radio show here on Pete FM and on Spotify and Pandora. Shout out to Pete FM, Pete 94.3 and AM 780 for letting us do this. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, well, it's a good it's a great relationship. Whoa. We're very we're very grateful. Okay. Well, this is Father you Brian O'Brien listen who's to talking. Them. And patronize them <laughs> and tell other people about them. Yep. And then we're on, uh, we use, um, we, we put out as a podcast. Apple, Apple a lot of people wrong. listen as a podcast. And it also goes out on uh, on um, Oklahoma Catholic Broadcasting Network. What? On Wednesdays at 3.30 in the, in the very, I think there's like 13, 12, 13 stations across. Is that why we uh, take those tapes and dub them and then we mail them out? To uh, all the radio stations around the world, we just send it. Oh, I thought send it to Garrett. I was wondering we, why you were telling me to take two like little uh, beatbox radios from the '80s and put them facing each other, <laughs> and then hitting play on one and recording oh, it, and then telling everybody funny. in the room to be quiet. That's is that funny? Is that? Well, we're excited. <laughs> we're uh, schools back in. Uh, I want to do one one quick plug. Uh, we have an event coming up in uh, at the parish called Couples Praying Together. And my good friends, Charles and Sheila Mickey, what? are coming from Tulsa. Uh, it's on Saturday, January 25th. It's from 9 to noon. It costs $10. And it's going to be three hours of couples learning how to pray together. You've got to pray just to make it today. You've got to it's pray. It's true. Pray! Well, so many couples. You work with a lot of engaged couples. You know, So many couples, I think there's a desire to pray mm-hmm, together, mm-hmm. and they just don't know how. Like... Who, how do we start? What do we do? Anyway, so Mick and Sheila are gonna are gonna lay it down, and it's gonna and Mick it's gonna and be Sheila awesome. Mickey, My Charles gosh. and Sheila Mickey. They're, I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. They are wonderful people. And anyway, they're gonna be here Saturday. Wow, on the twenty fifth. Thanks for telling me. You're welcome. So engaged couples. I've encouraged all our engaged couples. But then actually, I had I forget who it was, but there's some couple at your place. Who's like dating seriously? They're not engaged, but they're serious, and they and they were wondering if they could come. And I told them they could. Adam, and uh, what's her face? I don't, Jordan. I, I don't remember. Carly. Who? Bocephus. It, <laughs> I'm just gonna start saying anyway, random names today. It's gonna be yes. awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, Father Kerry. Um, it's 2020. We're rocking and rolling. Rocking in a free world. That's awesome. What? Uh, <laughs> now. Uh, this is going to air on uh, January 19th of 2020. This Wednesday, this Wednesday uh-huh. is January 22nd. Okay, uh, January 22nd. Is it January feast day? 22nd. Is it feast day? Uh, I think it's the feast day of St. Vincent. De Paul? No. St. Vincent. Saint Vincent the, the monk? Huh? San no. Vincenzo? My guy? My cousin? For <laughs> sakes. But in. I'm in rare um, form today. I don't know why. I in get the, the United States, in the United States, unfortunately, January twenty second has taken on uh, a a not a oh. is not a good day. So yeah. January twenty second, nineteen seventy three, uh, is the day that the Roe versus Wade court decision, Supreme okay. Court decision, was handed down, which mm-hmm. basically, uh, short version, legalized abortion in all fifty states across the country. It had been legal in a few states 
Um, abortion legislation was state by state. Right. Roe versus Wade came in and made it um, legal across the country. So um, many, many people in the pro-life world, like you and me, uh, the, the U.S. bishops and, and a lot of leaders across the country have have sort of January twenty second is a is is not a good day. Um, it's it's a day that will go down in history as a day of, of really of shame oh, yeah. for for the United States. Yeah, exactly. And so the the U.S. bishops, um, liturgically speaking, this Wednesday um, is officially called a day of prayer for the legal protection of unborn children. Whoa. And it's actually meant Great to be a time. day of 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 uh, fasting. fasting. So liturgically, we actually will wear purple, purple, uh, the of the penitential, the penitential um, season. And then people are it's it's sort of uh, picture it kind of like a like a Friday in Lent, where we don't uh, we don't eat meat, we don't celebrate, uh, and we're not really celebrating um, because millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of unborn children um, have died as a result of, uh, of abortion. Correct. So a couple things. Uh, here, in, here in Stillwater, you know, we, we're, we played host to uh, the movie Unplanned. Correct. Uh, which came out as the story of Abby Johnson. Uh, she wrote a book called Unplanned, which if you haven't read it, you should read it. And it's her story of going from being a um, director of a Planned Parenthood clinic to becoming one of the great pro-life advocates um, of the world. Correct. Um, they turned that book into a movie, which the majority of which was filmed right here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so we even got we even got a little plug. Stillwater mm-hmm. and the parish. Uh, we got a little plug at the end of the movie. Blessing of cameras, Brian O'Brien. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did bless the sets and. Um, so I, one thing we thought would be interesting, you know, there, there's different political arguments. I've heard this just in some of the some of the uh, recent political debates, the Democratic uh, primary debates, and they're arguing about abortion, and and one of the things that they said. So I, I, this will we'll get very specific very quick. There's there's arguments that like the that the Bible is silent on abortion. Okay, the word abortion is not in the Bible. Oh right, right, right. sure. And that the early church okay. didn't really have a lot to say okay. on the subject of abortion. And therefore, it's kind of up in the air what Christians should believe right. about the unborn. Okay. What, what do you say to that? And well, you may hear that on yeah, the, co- yeah, yeah. Hear that um, on the college you know, campus. I, 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 I've heard people do the, uh, say this, like po- uh, politicians or celebrities or even theologians, religious theologians from variety of Christian or uh, different denominations yeah, trying to justify it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even the even the like uh, the people of God, like, you know, some of my friends that are my age, you know, 45, 50 years old will call me up and be like, hey, I just heard this or this or this or there's this argument. I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> what I think often happens is someone says something, but they actually don't have any background information that makes their claim true. So when a politician says, oh, well, both Christianity hasn't said anything since the 1960s, their investigation of Christian theology and moral ethics going back 1962 years is shallow at best. Yes. Okay, so just a couple things. Like, remember what the Bible is. The Bible is ta biblia. It's the books. 
It's not a book. It's a it's, library. It's a library. Yes. So ta biblia is the Greek word for the Bible. So it's these books. So now there are things that are in the Bible. I love just I love this line. Bishop Barron said this one time. There are things in the Bible that the Bible doesn't um, approve of, but they're in there, such as polygamy. Oh, sure. There are things, yeah. so there are moral teachings there that sometimes you have to scratch the surface to get at. Uh, like um, when uh, in a uh, discussion uh, uh, about uh, abortion early on um, in seminary, I was like, yeah, you're right. The Bible doesn't, the, there's places where it appears. But one, I think one of the like things that builds up to it is like even St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. You know, there's there's this word um, pharmakia in yep. St. Paul's letters Greek, to the Galatians. Yeah. Yeah, the, which is the word we get from uh, pharmacy also. Yes. Which is the same word in he, in uh, Greek for like witchcraft and, and abortions and contraceptives that kill things, that kill human beings. Uh, so we, we have like right there in St. Paul's letter to the Galatians this understanding that the that there is something wrong with the human sexual act that you can then corrupt it uh, either through abortion or through um, anti-conceptions those things that or abortifacients that they kill human life like depavera or, or whatever those, those things that, that are there and so that goes on uh, for people out there who haven't read early church writings you should pick up the Didache so tell you us okay, the Didache? Yeah. I didn't write it. No, have you ever read the Didache? <laughs> it's like I wasn't even alive. Um, yeah, no, we read it. We read it in seminary. It's been a while since I picked it up. Tell tell us about the the Didache. So we have we have the Bible. Yeah, and I think most people kind of think, okay, there that's 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 it. We, that's all that's all we've got. Uh, but when we talk about right. the history of the early church, there were saints that were writing, early church leaders that were writing, and then we have the Didache, which is kind of these writings of the of yeah. the of the apostles. Um, which, which in the case of abortion, speak out. Oh yeah, I mean they strongly. They're not mincing words. Strongly, tell us what the Didache is, and then I'll read a little bit of what uh, of, the, Did- of a, the Didache of a passage. is. Uh, there's also one called the Apostolic Constitution that was written right after that. Apostolic Constitution was written in the in the early 300s. The Didache is written prior to that with the te- called the Teaching of the Twelve Apostles. So you have this like volume of spell work. Didache. D oh gosh, D-I-D-A- I'm going from memory right now. D i d a c h e. Correct. Didache. So, so people can Google. Yeah, you can Didache. Uh, you can Didache. You can the Didache. Didache. Yeah, and you can Google the Didache and the Apostolic Constitution and, and read what's going on from basically the like right at the Apostolic era as the scriptures are being written right into the early 300s. And you can see about how the Mass is structured, how to live a moral life, virtue and vice to pick up, uh, things that Christians do, how to, um, you know, how to bring Christians back into the church after they've fallen into a sin or they've separated mm-hmm. or, they, or they denied uh, Jesus or they've worshipped another god. And so the Didache goes through all of these teachings, the teachings of the Twelve Apostles, and it's broken up into different chapters. So you can like Google a chapter on the Eucharist or on abortion or on the moral life. So this is uh, Didache chapter 2. Then uh, this is written in, this is like the, the, um, the, the 70s of yeah. the, of the yeah. first century. Mm-hmm. Not the 1970s. So this is the Didache. The second commandment of the teaching, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not seduce boys, you shall not commit fornication, you shall not steal, 
You shall not practice magic. You shall not use potions. You shall not procure an abortion nor destroy a newborn child. Whoa. That was written in the year 70. But then we got others. We've got uh, the letter of Barnabas. Thou shalt not slay the child by procuring abortion, nor again shalt thou destroy it after it is born. So that's uh, in the year 74. We got Tertullian. Uh, we've got Hippolytus. We've got Basil the Great. We got John Chrysostom. We got Jerome. Um, the Apostolic Constitutions that you were talking about, 400. Thou shalt not use magic. Thou shalt not use witchcraft. Uh, thou shalt not slay thy child by causing abortion, nor kill that which is begotten, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I mean, these are just this is just a couple. Well, you just, examples. You, all right, from from the early church of um, that. Basically, I think the point we want to get across is this has been the consistent teaching of the Christian church uh, from the infant days, from very early on. And we have scripture. You know, I mean, that beautiful passage from Jeremiah that you see so often. Um, you know, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Yeah, the time out right there. Let, expand upon that about God, like knowing us. Yeah, and like why why we're we're chosen and willed into being. Yeah. So that, who, what do we know about God? I mean, what, what what we know that God, um, as Father and Son and Holy Spirit, uh, has 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 always been. Has always been. Now, there came a point in history when God took on flesh. That was a historical moment. We celebrated that at, uh, at the Annunciation, March 25th, and at Christmas, December 25th. Um, but God has always been, and God is uh, omniscient, meaning he is all knowledge, all knowledgeable. And so from the beginning, yeah. God knew you would exist. You, whoever you are, person out there jogging around Boomer Lake and walking to class or listening on an airplane <laughs> uh, or driving uh, uh, with your family yes. to Mass. Um, God knew that you would exist, and he knew from the very beginning. And d- God didn't just know that, um, but th- the fact that you exist, I'm getting a little philosophical here, but the fact that you exist is because God wills it. If if God, I heard his priest say this one time, if God stopped thinking about you for a moment, you would cease to exist. That So when we say that from Jeremiah, you know, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Um, God God knows us, knows us better than we know ourselves mm-hmm. and has known us from, from all time. Now, we still have free will. Um, I can take the life that God has given me and throw it in the trash. Um, we, we, can, we can choose to harm each other. Um, and ultimately, that's what abortion is. Um, it's, the, it's the deliberate taking of, of an innocent, preborn human life. Um, I love the, uh, w- you know, we just celebrated the baptism of the Lord. And I've heard, this again, a priest years, years ago, and he was talking about how we should know, everyone, everyone knows their birthday, Right. And then everyone should know the day of their baptism, uh, because it was the day of your baptism is when you re, you know receive God's life and, and you're given the promise of eternal life and everything else. Um, but really, he said your baptism day is more important than your birthday, because on your birthday you actually you 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 being you the day before you were born and you the day after you were born. Really, you just change locations. Like 
you you are <laughs> yep. not you're not now legally unfortunately in the United States legally there is a distinction the day before you're born and the day after you're born there you are there's different legal distinctions there um and one of the horrors of Roe versus Wade that will be this this uh will be the 47th anniversary of Roe versus Wade is that it 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 said that a preborn child a preborn human being um, is not subject to legal protection. Um, but when we talk about how God knows us, God doesn't love you more because you're born. Mm-hmm. He's loved you from the beginning. From the beginning. Right. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And so when we, when we talk about abortion, it's such a, it's such a, a horrible thing um, because it, it pits a mother against child like what ultimately should be you know we just celebrated christmas what ultimately should be the closest of relationships mother and child abortion jumps in the middle of that and pits them against another so one of the things in that movie unplanned that really that turned abby johnson's that that brought about her conversion she saw an abortion take place mm-hmm. and sh- what she saw was the child uh, on the ultrasound almost like fighting back. And that's that's what turned her. That's what began this this conversion that ultimately led right. to uh, leaving Planned Parenthood, um, becoming a great pro-life advocate, writing the book, doing the movie. Um, she now has eight kids and is living it up. We should bring her to Stillwater. I've, tried, I've been trying to get her to Stillwater. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, keep you posted on that. Just a, just a couple things around this. You know, as you read the church fathers, which, uh, again, you know, you, they can't— the early church monks, abbesses, church fathers, theologians, they can't be ignored on this. So you you got to go read them. It, I, I, I just want to maybe get back to this emphasis of the reason why they say don't do this. It's the, the rule is set in place. Don't, don't do this. Don't don't uh, take medicine or chemicals or, you know, they're talking about this in uh, 117, Tertullian. Uh, even prior mm. to that, um, uh, our Thoginus of Athens or one of these theologians mm. I found the other day and doing some research on this is w- what's going on? Like God has created you, human person, to share in his own divine life. He's created you to do this so that you as man and wife, as man and woman, can then share that divine life with somebody else. And what is being, what is occurring here in this, in this tragic moment uh, of abortion is that that divine life is not being handed on to somebody else. Yeah, and respected. And, you're, yeah. You're, you're not helping this child become, to live as a child of God. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's, I mean, that is the great emphasis in the early church is don't do this immoral thing because there is something greater to be lived for. Don't act in fear at this moment. Don't will against the goodness of yourself and against the goodness of this uh, child in your womb. I mean, they didn't say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a clump of cells. Well, you know what? You're a clump of cells, O'Brien. Hey, <laughs> you're a club of cells just sitting. I'm over. actually listening to this fascinating book. Uh, it's called The Body, A Guide for Occupants. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's called I, I didn't The, make, I, the Body, 
A Guide for Occupants by Bill Bryson. Uh-huh. I love Bill, Bill Brasky. Not Brasky. Uh, oh. Bill Bryson. He uh, he just he's just this awesome writer, and I love everything he's ever written. And I listen to him on audio, and he reads it. Oh my gosh, it's great. But anyway, it's just about like the makeup of the human body, and like where kind of this. It's, so it's a lot of science, and anyway, oh, it's just it. super interesting. Of just but how intricate the body is, and what we're made of, and and how God has designed us. It is pretty to cool. To be who we are. Oh. And so the fact that we would that we would take life, that we would snuff out life before it's born. Oh. I mean that's that's the great tragedy. Okay, I want to do two things. Mm-hmm. Give some, give people some resources. Um there are no doubt people listening to us who maybe have experienced um ab- abortion. Um yeah. maybe they themselves have had one. Maybe they um or the mother or father, grand grandparent of a child who was was lost to abortion. Um, what do we say to those individuals? What 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 is there? It, you know, when I go back to the early church fathers and I start reading the desert monks and the abbesses and abbots, you know, those early Christians, the reason why they they say they you know they say certain things. It's out of love. They're like, you are so loved by God still. Like God, as you just mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, God loves us because he shared his own life with us. Yeah. And so the, the way we look at every person, remember, we, we, Jesus says what? Uh, it says, you know, hate these people. You know, we've all these, he says, but. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. You're supposed to treat every person as your brother and sister in Christ. Yes. You're not supposed to treat him as some exile. So what do we do is we we want them to experience love. So I would say first is love the other person. You know, uh, Katie Aska, one of my missionaries, uh, she had that campaign in Ireland that's just r- running again. And it says love both. Yeah, love them both. Love yeah. both. And it's the number eight. And the oh, both the is it's be- eight, yeah, yeah proposition eight. Yeah. It says love both, and so what are we what are we going to do? Is yeah, what a great tragedy! And I mean, in Ireland, I mean, of the, like one of the most should be the most Catholic places uh, on the face of the it's earth, been un-Catholic Ugh. for a century. Uh, s- love both. So what what do you first do? Is you you know learn to love yourself again? Yeah. Uh, parents and grandparents love your kids if they've done something. Mm-hmm. Um, forgive them. Mm-hmm. How many times? Seven or seventy-seven, seven thousand times. Um, I want to encourage just a good, a good resource here in, in Tulsa or wherever you are. Um, there's something called Rachel's Vineyard Retreats, and uh, we have one coming up in Tulsa. It's in June, June twenty-first, twenty-second, and twenty-third. Oh yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a he, it's a healing retreat um, for yeah. those who have experienced okay. loss through through abortion. I also want to read. This is John Paul II. Paragraph 99 <gasps> of a document called The Gospel of Life, okay. Evangelium oh, Vitae. Oh, so so here's what he says. Uh, I'm going to read this whole thing. John Paul II, he says, I would now like to say a special word to women who have had an abortion. The church is aware of the many factors which may have influenced your decision, and she does not doubt that in many cases it was a painful and even shattering decision. The wound in your heart may not yet have healed. Certainly what happened was and remains terribly wrong. But do not give in to discouragement and do not lose hope. Try rather to understand what happened and face it honestly. 
If you have not already done so, give yourselves over to humility and trust in re- trust his re- trust to repentance. The Father of mercies is ready to give you his forgiveness and his peace in the sacrament of reconciliation. To the same Father and his mercy, you can with sure hope entrust your child. With the friendly and expert help and advice of other people, mm, and as yeah. a result of your own painful experience, you can be among the most eloquent defenders of everyone's right to life. Through your commitment to life, whether by accepting the birth of other children or by welcoming and caring for those most in need of someone to be close to them, you will become promoters of a new way of looking at human life. Come on. So that's wow. got the Gospel a, Life Paragraph a promoter, 99. A promoter of human life. And that's Abby Johnson. I mean, she went, she had, a, she had, she had an abortion and then participated as a Planned Parenthood clinic director in thousands of them. And now is exactly and, what John Paul II. Through God's, I mean, she would say through God's grace and her life in the Catholic Church, and just, just, just beautiful. Um, also, want to just real, very quickly in here, right here in Stillwater, um, resources that are available to to people. So we want to make we want to make Payne County abortion free. Ooh. Um, and 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 it, and it can't just be the legal part. I mean, so Roe versus Wade that we started this conversation with. Um, we think Roe versus Wade should be overturned. Um, mm-hmm. The Supreme Court made made a tragic and horrible mistake on par with uh, Dred Scott and the legalization of, of slavery. Um, and so it should be overturned. And how do we do that? We do that through the law and through elections, and that's a piece of the pro-life movement, an important piece. But the other piece is on the ground helping men and women in yep. crisis pregnancy. Um, so here in Stillwater, we love uh, Birthright of Stillwater. Amen. Um, you can look them up. Uh, they have a great little office kind of right by, right on, what road is that? Oh, it's on Duck. Yeah. Kind of right between the high school and the OSU campus. Yep. And they will help literally any person um, who is in a crisis pregnancy and doesn't know what to do. They'll give you resources. They'll help you. They'll walk you through it. Um, if, if adoption is, is in the plans, they'll, they'll help you. Yeah, and if you uh, people who want uh, like a free ultrasound, between you and I, we know enough doctors and free physicians and mobile ultrasound vehicles that there are opportunities galore between St. Francis and St. John to to help people out. Whether you're a high school student, a college student, whether you're an adult, um, and and maybe you're maybe you're a, a young man, and you've you've helped out with one. Sure. And are like thinking to yourself, wow, why did I do that? Yeah. Or maybe you're 40 years old and you're looking back on your youth and saying, golly, what yeah. I was, or, f- I'm or 44 now and yeah. 22 years ago, I did something really stupid. So mm-hmm. you know what? Reach out to one of us. Yeah. You know, that's the, the great thing about, about priests is we, we talk to people about a lot of things in life and we're here to not to judge people, but to listen no, and, I mean, and, we're bring, Jesus, to be and bring Jesus into yeah, the pain and suffering of people's lives. Try to be instruments of God's, of God's mercy. Amen. Um, so if you know someone, and it's, I think especially for college students, um, there are resources available. If you or a friend of yours is in a crisis pregnancy, um, let us help you. Right. Let us help you. A last thing I would tell people is study your Catholic faith. If you're from some religious other denomination or you're nothing, go read about Catholic theology of the body, the moral life, um, how to live how to live the Christian life, and and what the church teaches from the year seventy 
with the apostolic constitution and the apostolic fathers and the, and the apostles. Through the scriptures, study your faith so that you have uh, reasons to say, this is why I'm a Christian and this is why I believe this. Yeah, give reason for your, reason for your hope. For, yeah, and so Paul just says, even, yeah. you know, Google like Catholic moral teaching abortion or early church fathers abortion, or early church fathers divine life, theophany. Uh, read about your faith. Yeah, there's a lot there. So that you can then share with people how to get out of um, some moment of sorrow and misery, but also give them the joy of the gospel for a life of living. And then be aware wherever you live, if you live here in Penn County uh, or somewhere else, be, be aware of what are, what are the resources in your local community. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it Catholic Charities? Is there a birthright? Is there, there's a lot of uh, uh, crisis pregnancy centers all over the country that are, I mean, they are on the front lines and they are working hard um but also you know with the elections coming up and you know i mean that we we ought to hold our legislators accountable the president accountable um for build they want to we want to build a culture of life where every human life is respected from conception until natural death and that includes pushing back on euthanasia pushing back on the death penalty uh but but most especially fighting for uh, the unborn life in the womb so uh, we hope that you will uh, use this upcoming January 22nd, the day of prayer for the legal protection of the unborn of unborn children as a day of prayer and fasting um, to turn our country's heart towards the culture of life. That's all the time we have. Uh, listen in next week where the pastors of pain. God bless you.